Hi, welcome to this week's episode of Sneakers and Strategies. My name is Nick Kastner. I'm the Director of Brand and Digital Strategy at Forum Communications, a marketing agency based in North Georgia. And this week we're going to talk about Super Bowl ads with my friend and co-worker Aaron Williamson. Here we go. Um... All right, so today we're going to talk about the Super Bowl ads from yesterday's Super Bowl game. I have Aaron Williamson here with me, a co-worker at Forum and fellow resident sports fan, and, um, and she's a Saints fan, so I'll, say, I'll forgive her for that. Um, so what did you think about the Super Bowl ads? Um, I kind of felt like overall they were a little meh. <laughs> I, I mean... There, I liked a lot of them. Um, I didn't really have any that I loved or that I like. Oh, that's terrible. Um, but you know, you know, when you ask my favorites, I like have a list of like, well, I remember this one and this one. But um, nothing really blew me away. It's kind of just meh. Yeah. So I thought that this year's ads were about like last year's ads, and there aren't really any that stand out in a big way. I mean, there were some that were more talked about with people I was watching the game with than others. Um, like the, to start the game, um, you know, the at the very beginning of the game, there was, in, and it's not talked about in a lot of the websites, so there was a McDonald's ad with Cardi B and Offset. And I totally missed that. Yeah, so um, it was like a, I think they have a Cardi B and Offset Valentine's Day meal, so it was like couples, and then Cardi B and Offset at McDonald's. Um, my kids noticed that more than I noticed that. Um, then um, after that, I have... Uh, the, the, there weren't a lot of ads in the first half, I thought, that stood out. Um, I thought most of them were just kind of, you know... The, it got better. My in-laws really liked the E-Trade Babies ad. Um, I didn't care for that ad. And um, they also liked the the ad with um, Will Ferrell, the Will Ferrell GM ad. But I also didn't think it was anything special. I mean, it was like a GM Netflix partnership ad. So, but I think it was because G- Will Ferrell was in it more than anything. Yeah, that's what I I thought about several of the ads. The ones that were memorable had some of the celebrities in them, but it wasn't necessarily because it was the ad that was that right. clever. It yeah. was just that it was, oh, hey, there's Will Ferrell, or I, hey, there's Serena, or hey, Tony Romo. Yeah, I, I don't even know if the brands will be remembered, right? I mean, you remember the, the Will Ferrell ad will be remembered because he was in a GM the entire time, but you could say he was in a car and they wouldn't remember it was GM. Um, I think that's also true for like the Clueless ad. I, I I tried not to go because I know a lot of people like Kellogg School and others like will go back and study the ads. I try not to do that. Like I, it really needs to be unaided recall. Like, do you remember the brand? Do you remember what it's about? Um, I and that ad, I don't even know who it was for. Yeah, I wrote down what it was for because I mean, I mean, I guess you know, as we talk about marketing all the time, and you know, you have your target, um, and so that ad appealed to me as a. You know, forty-one-year-old female who loved sure. Clueless yeah, um, right, right. years ago. Uh, so, uh, so that was fun. But I was like, I wrote down Rakuten, but I, I, I don't know what Rakuten is. I don't think. Sure. Well, I mean, it's like the the air 
commercial, the movie, right? So, I mean, a lot of the movie ads sort of fell flat for the most part. I will say the 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 Ben Affleck directed Jordan movie, I think, you know, that that's appealing to me for sure. So, um, the other thing that I thought was interesting, and um, I don't know if you caught this this morning, but we talked about the ads last night. There was the He Gets Us ads. Um, and they've been running pre-Super Bowl, but they dropped some new ones. And then one of the things I thought was interesting is on the cover of every news station this morning is how the ads upset AOC. <laughs> <laughs> she she was offended by the ads. And so that was the news story. So if anything, like that one's going to get coverage just because, like, apparently there were people offended by those ads. So I uh, I find that interesting that that was the one that, Outside of all of them, I thought it was probably one of the least offensive and is the one that has created the most um, chaos in the news. Like, it's all over Fox and CNN, and I just got a news alert, too, about it. So Yeah, I saw that on the rundown of the headlines as well. Um, yeah. yeah, it was a little bit of a surprise, but maybe, you know, to me, I've like, you have seen some of those before, yeah, so yeah. they weren't really... Well, the content of the ones last night was, you know, different. It was the same campaign. Right. So to me, it wasn't anything surprising, but, yeah. but maybe some people, you know, haven't seen them yet. Sure. Know. And then the, my in-laws really liked the Indiana Jones ad because they didn't know there was going to be an Indiana Jones movie. Um, I'm a Marvel, Disney, um, you know, fan, so I've known about that movie for like the past year. But they were like, oh, there's going to be another Indiana Jones movie. So that was good. Um, and then also they were shocked when they saw Michael Keaton in The Flash. Yeah, when that, I wasn't really interested. Like, I like um, Marvel movies, but I think Flash is what that's DC. Uh, that's DC. But, yeah. So the newer Batmans, I haven't really paid attention to as much. But when um, I looked up and there's um, Michael Keaton, I was like, okay. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> and my uh, my in laws all said, oh, that's Michael Keaton. My daughter, my oldest daughter, she goes, who's that? <laughs> so it was really funny because then she goes, where's Edward? Where's emo Batman? I don't want to see this movie. So <laughs> I thought that was really funny. Um, and then the the other ad that got some buzz, at least in our house, was the Bush Sarah McLaughlin ad with the wolf. Um, they thought that was pretty funny. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed that one because, I mean, I don't know if it's the same in your household, but as soon as I... Unfortunately, that song has been ruined because as soon as I hear it coming from my TV, like we're grabbing the remote, like right. turn it off, turn it off, right. wounded right. animals, no. Right. right, So I thought it was a great send-up. Yeah, that was good. And then the the other ad that people are not talking about, which shocks me, is the Dave Grohl crown ad, which I thought was actually pretty good. Yeah, and that one came on later um, in the game and... You know, I think that was maybe one of the better ones and a nice play on, you know, uh, especially because I felt like last night there was even more kind of emphasis than usual on, like, yeah, USA, military, um, America's game. Like, you know, that's that's football. It's our Super Bowl. And then here's Dave Grohl and Crown Royal talking about, hey, all these things came from Canada. Did you know that? Like that Batteries, was peanut butter. Yeah. yeah. And, of yeah. course, I mean, that kind of brings up timing a little bit. Like, you know, we talked about the timing of some ads. And so that one, to me, was like, you know, when they came up with that concept, certainly they know it's always played as America's game, but they didn't know that, you know, what the content of the pregame and everything was going to be. Right. And so that kind of made it um, more memorable. Yeah. Whereas, you know, um, you mentioned at the end. The yeah, YouTube. one of the very last ads of the Super Bowl was the U2 performing at the Sphere in, at MGM. 
and there was this silver balloon circle thing floating with a baby's face in it. And everyone's like, that's really weird. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> All day yesterday, the story was there are these silver balloons or silver cylindrical things flying around. They are unidentified flying objects. And so my first, thought, my first thought was being cynical was, wait, this was all you two like ad campaign. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I thought that was funny, and the timing was kind of on point. Um, the other ads that I thought were okay were the popcorners Breaking Bad ad. I thought that was good. Um, the Ram EV ad at the end um, also. Um, at least got attention, whether or not it's good attention or not. But I, I know everybody in my, I was watching the game was stopped and paid attention to that one. And then the Disney 100 ad, my wife cried during that ad. So I thought that was a win because my wife's a huge Disney fan. But I also know that we picked up on, and you mentioned this was the Serena. Like Serena was all over the place. So we're talking about Dave Grohl and Crown. She was also in a Remy Martin ad. Yeah, the Remy uh, Martin ad, um, and was that the Any Given Sunday speech, or like it was a throw? Pretty close to it, yeah, if it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. we were talking about that last night, and um, uh, so you saw Serena there, and then she popped up in the Mick Ultra Uh um, skits. Yep, the the, Caddyshack ads with Tony Romo. So... But one of the things that floors me about all these ads, did you have any other ads? That... The other ones that stood out to me, um, you know, your wife cried at Disney. I shed a little bit of a tear at the farmer's dog commercial. Yeah, okay. You know, yeah. Having um, uh, dogs, and so that was well done and very sentimental. And um, The Amazon, right? And the Amazon. I thought yeah. that, was, that was really cute, um, yeah. how that one turned out. So um, the dog ads. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, we also talked about the FanDuel ad that they've been running with Gronk and how they promoted this thing throughout. And then in the 30-second ad, which was obviously canned, but they said it was going to be live, but it was not. And he went to kick and kick the field goal, and it looks like he made it, but they said he didn't. So I'm not – I think people – if you look online, people are actually asking, did he make the field goal? Because it looked like he did. Um, so that's pretty funny. But I – Here's the thing. You start talking about all these ads, and the only reason that we pay attention to them as marketers is because we're marketers. Like we're, you know. But those ads, that ad placement, cost between six and seven million dollars. If you ran more than one ad, like the I believe it was Timu. That I mean, that ad didn't even register, but it that ad probably cost them. I know for the he gets this campaign, same thing. You know, if you buy multiple ads, you're looking at fifteen, twenty, thirty million dollars. Um, TV had two spots. <laughs> two spots during an event, um, and sure, you get the after effect where people talk about it and there's buzz about it. And if you have the opportunity to create some buzz, you know, the you know one thing we talked about last night was the Tubi ads, right? So Tubi is a apparently some sort of app, um, television app, um, but they had an ad that made it look like. Like you sat on the remote or whatever. And so my, my mother-in-law was like, wait, did somebody get the remote? And you realize I was like, no, that's an ad. But it was it was distracting and you caught it. But I don't know that you'll remember it. And that's that's true for all of these. Like I don't – if you go back and say, okay, there was a Breaking Bad ad, I will remember that. And I would say most consumers will say, yes, I remember the Breaking Bad ad, but I don't remember who it was. Or I remember there being a – um, I remember Dave Grohl, but maybe I don't remember it was Crown. <coughs> or 
the Bush Sarah McLaughlin ad. Like I don't know people remember that that was Bush necessarily, and so. Um, I even thought there was one ad that I thought was actually really distracting was the Nissan ad, which I'm sure is like a play on like all the glass onion murder mystery Apple TV stuff that's happening right now. But they actually looked like they used the Heisman house for the ad, but then it was like a murder mystery in it. And so, you know, Nissan runs this whole campaign during college football season for the, um, the Heisman house. And so they use that same house or a house that looked very similar to it in their ad. So I was like, wait a minute. That was like a, I connected the two, right? But, and I, so I immediately know it was a Nissan ad, but it was almost distracting. Mm-hmm. So. That was the one, well, I could have missed one. Um, but most of the car ads last night were related to electric and uh-huh. it was how the big electric vehicles, I mean, the big vehicles that you think of as kind of your off-road vehicles can be electric and powerful, like, you know, your Jeeps and, um, of course, Ram, yeah. and then there was yeah. another one as well. Yeah, I thought it was interesting too that Chris Stapleton drove. Like he was in, in one of the ads, and it was a Ram electric truck vehicle. Um, but then they went hard humor at the end. Um, so I, I, I just, again, like I, I think, at least from our perspective, last night people weren't as engaged in the commercials as they have been in the past, at least in our house. Um, you know, it used to be that people would sit and watch the commercials more than with the game. But last night, I didn't really get that vibe. I mean, we paid attention. Um, I mean, I, re- I remember the Jack Harlow, Elton John ad. Um, and Missy Elliott, I think, was in that ad for Doritos. I thought that was a good visual, trying to, like, pull everything back to the shape of the chip. But, again, like, I... I don't know that I would ever recommend to a client spend seven million dollars on an ad. Like that's really tough because I know what you can do with that money unless you really, really need to drive brand awareness. Um, I even one of the comments made last night in our house was, "I can't believe you know it felt like Budweiser didn't advertise as much, or if they did, it felt very different." Like I actually thought the Miles Teller ad with his wife was pretty good, but it didn't stand out. So it wasn't one that I think people will remember. Um, is there anything else? I haven't seen a ton of buzz on the web about the ads this year. Um, you know, I felt like the game was really good up until the last two minutes, and then it just kind of went, you know, got kind of boring and played out like a, a close college game with a bunch of timeouts. Um, yeah, I mean... I- I think the game wound up being the centerpiece, which maybe yeah. is a good thing. Um, sure. You know, the halftime show, like, I, I thought Rihanna, I thought it was great, but sure. it was another instance of kind of like, okay, where was the, there, and I think that's not necessarily her fault. There's just, you know, there's been lots of surprise guests and, you know, a, a lot yeah. about the performance. I, I thought that it was very understated and focused <laughs> on her and the, you know, her music, which you know, good for her, but, you know, nothing that is really buzzworthy this morning, even about that, and that's usually, it's usually the commercials and halftime shows. Outside of the fact that she's pregnant again, right? Right, right. Like, I thought that was a really, because she kept saying that she was going to have a surprise guest, she was going to have a surprise guest, and that's what she meant. And so, okay, like, I, I get that, but given, you know, a few years ago, we had that whole Dr. Dre, Snoop, mm-hmm. you know, Eminem thing, that may have been last year. Um, I mean, that... That was like, you know, that that was a really good halftime show. And this one was just kind of, you know, people will remember it, you know, because of the, 
the floating things. I, I, the memes the, on that. Yeah, the, the Twitter stuff was hilarious because last night they had people posting, um, you know, NORAD stand down, like those floating things that she was on were not, you know, UFOs. And then the other thing I thought was funny is people were saying that it was the ultimate level of Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was the, those are the ones that I remember seeing was the the play on the um, the Mario. Uh, so that's that, pretty funny. That was pretty funny. Um, but yeah, I, I generally speaking, I as much as we covered a lot of the ads, I really don't think people will go back and be like, "Oh yeah, that was one of the best Super Bowl ads ever." And I, honestly, I think the Super Bowl, from an ad perspective, is starting to lose some of its some of the shine. And part of it, I think, is because of streaming. I really do. I think you know, you most people now use streaming unless there's a big event like this. And so it is a good opportunity to get in front of people and advertise for sure. But I also think there are probably better ways to spend $7 million. Yeah, so. There's a lot of different ways you can do that for sure. <laughs> right, right. Especially yeah. when you uh, take into account that, you know, these brands are probably having to layer um, this morning, um, you know, on top of all that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I would imagine... My- my immediate thought is if you have $7 million and you need someone to help you use it for advertising, call us because I'm, I can promise you we can make it go very, very far in comparison to what one Super Bowl ad, especially if it's a miss, right? I mean, you take a lot of risk in running a Super Bowl ad, and if you miss, um, that's hard. And so, I mean, if you if it's a huge win and you end up being, you know, top 20 ads ever i honestly think the best ad out of all the ads that i saw that i think will get the the greatest reach last night was that air ad for the new jordan movie because i don't even think people knew that was coming out so yeah and it'll be interesting to see what we don't see next year like this year um compared to last year um there were no crypto ads that's true yeah no crypto (laughs) ads this Uh, year yeah that's true especially after all the the negative buzz about crypto the past past few months um but yeah that's it um so hope you enjoyed us talking about the super bowl ads this year and uh um, we'll catch you on the next podcast